Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things spiritual, well-being, and wellness at a 101 level. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm Michelle Schoenfeld. I'm a master energy healer and reformed couture aholic coming to you live from the Eaton Workshop Hotel in downtown Washington, D.C. So if you've ever wondered what the law of attraction is, if it really works, or what kundalini is, <laughs> or crystals, any of those other kind of things, then the universe led you here for a reason. Thank you for joining me. This podcast is for you, so stay tuned. So today, I am really excited to have an amazing guest in studio, um, a really amazing human and soul, a person that I met a couple of years ago in a very um, exciting environment at nighttime overlooking the Bosphorus in Istanbul, Turkey. And I just, her energy was radiating and I'm so thrilled to have her in Washington, D.C. today uh, from Istanbul, Turkey. So let me, before I go any further, welcome my friend Gul to this podcast. Welcome, Gul. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for inviting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Gul Yannick, and um, we were talking a little bit earlier about how do I say your last name? <laughs> a lot of the Turkish names are difficult for me. And she gave me a nice compliment saying that my Turkish accent was coming along very nicely. <laughs> it's perfect. I, I should swear. say merhaba, Gul. <laughs> it's a very proper Turkish. <laughs> like, merhaba, Michelle. Nasılsın? İyiyim. Sen nasılsın? İyiyim. That's about the extent of my Turkish. No, just kidding. I know a little bit more than that. So the reason I wanted to have Gul on this podcast today, besides the fact that she's fabulous and awesome and her energy radiates is that uh, we talk a lot um, on this podcast about balance in life and a lot about love. And I think right now, this time in our world, this time of year, love is so important. And it's love for ourselves, it's love for each other, it's love for family, it's love for people that we don't even know in the form of compassion. <laughs> and so when I first met Ghoul, um, it was at a dinner on the Bosphorus. Yes. Right. With a mutual friend. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's um, a pretty high-level journalist in Istanbul. Yeah. And remind me how you met him. Um, like in a friend's uh, party, actually, um, Sunday um, brunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So I meet her and I'm a little overwhelmed uh, because everybody at the table is new and it is this beautiful restaurant. It's nighttime. There's the lights of the bridge. <laughs> and I just immediately gravitated towards your energy, which is wonderful. Thank you. Bilateral. <laughs> by the end of the night, you gave me a book and I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, a little jealous because, you know, I've written a book as well, but it doesn't get published when you don't actually turn it into your publisher. <laughs> and so she handed me this book and or signed it to me that she had written and then translated the cover. And it is, is it Ashk? It's Ash. It's, um, we can translate it as a community of love. Okay. And, um, yes, Cemiyeti Ashk in Turkish. And it was about love. And I'm like, yeah, here's this beautiful love. young woman. <laughs> like just glowing who wrote a book about love yeah and i just found that like so intriguing i loved it um, thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> and the reason i wanted to like kind of bring that up on the show and bring you in here is because first of all i love your philosophy thank you i, I love, love yours too <laughs> <laughs> thank you you're an inspiration <laughs> thank you 
Um, I love your story uh, on love and how you approach life. And at the two and a half years, I guess almost yeah, three like now, three years, maybe, yeah. that I've known you, I have seen you through some different relationships. <laughs> yeah. I have. And I've seen you be really happy and be not quite so happy. Mm-hmm. I've seen you, um, one of your, well, I don't want to really give anything away, but there might be a possibility that there might be a book that might be <laughs> turned into a movie at some point, right? Yeah. So I've seen like these really big highs, mm-hmm. and also I should say you're a partner in a law firm. That's <laughs> I am. <laughs> and you've lived where around the world, I feel like. Yes, uh, mostly in Europe, yeah. Mostly in Europe. Yeah. Um, and you've always approached the highs and the lows and the goods and the bads from this place of internal love. That's how I see you. I feel like as upset as you get or as confused as you may get, that you have such confidence in this internal love of who you are. Do you feel that way? Yes, exactly. That's what I feel in my life, actually. Like, all my life was like that. I mean, no matter what happens, if it's good or bad, I mean, there is love inside. And it radiates, I think, from you. That not every situation works out, and not every situation do we understand or is good, but when you really love yourself or you feel that inside, it just seems to work out. Yeah, it doesn't sound like um, when you say uh, love yourself, yeah. it can be challenging for someone. Like, I mean, it's really hard thing to love yourself. It's really hard. It yeah. took me almost 40 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> yeah, but I think I understood. I hope yeah. I understood what uh, is self-love. And uh, it feels really good when you when you understand what yeah. how to love yourself. I mean, it means that you love everything basically. Right. And um, it feels very good. And and from my point of view, that that's life. So how um, would you say that you found that? Or do, was this from your parents? Was this something that you found internally? I know that you you, said you do <laughs> yoga. You have traveled. Like where do you, where did you find this? I I don't maybe I think we all are like we're born this way but um, like seven or eight years ago my uh, journey of yoga started but before that I was dancing so I was uh, kind of feeling that way when I was dancing as well so I continued my practice with yoga when I was not able to dance anymore as a you know, as a professional dancer. Oh, so you're competitive. So. Like, was yeah, like, I was. Oh, one, like with a troupe kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> you did not know I that. didn't. But that makes okay. sense. That's why you walk into a room, you light it up. Because like, <laughs> you have that, like, you. dancer presence. Well, like, thank you. But, yeah. And uh, yoga helped me a lot, actually. And also reading and writing. Because when you write, you you just see something and on the paper. And sometimes you don't like it. Sometimes you like it. But it's you basically yeah. and, and it's interesting and, because uh, dancing is such a meditation for people yeah so the fact that then you weren't able to do that necessarily anymore yeah. in the capacity that you switch that focus to yoga yeah and then which is so good because it's the connection of your body mm-hmm. and your breath right and your yeah. soul with your muscles yeah when did you start writing because writing is also a really powerful meditation whether you're doing like just you know a journal or um, you're writing professionally like you do. When did you start really writing? Mm, 2012. Uh, I mean, p- 
professionally, yeah, yeah. 2012. I was writing all my life, but I decided to write a novel in 2012. And I tried for four times. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I love that. Thank you for yeah. being so honest. And I didn't like the four books that I wrote. And the fifth one, I said, okay, this is it. We're going to publish. So it happened in two, 2015. But I tried for... Like, I love that. Uh, so if it feels like if you know this is what you want to do and you just can't figure it out, just keep trying. Yeah. Right? Just keep going for it until it feels right. Yeah. But I just, I decided to write, actually. It didn't appear like, no, okay, uh, let's write. Let's find a paper. <laughs> and I have really good stories. Let's write about this. It wasn't like that. I just, you know, I just felt that. Yeah. And I don't believe in talent, actually. When you, when you want to do something, yeah. you do it. And that's your talent. Right. So, um, so I started like that. Like, I just decided and worked on that and read a lot. Did it feel lot. like it was therapeutic for you? Did it feel like... Yeah, it was... I have journals. I mean, started yeah. when I was a teenager. Right. <laughs> so, so... How do you choose to write about a, love? Um, it's a novel, correct? Yeah. I think that love is the truth in life, the only truth. Like, yeah. there's nothing else. Uh, I mean, there are many things. But the uh, end point is love. Like yes. we're all trying to reach there, yeah. and whatever we do, even though it's negative or positive, yeah, there's love inside. So it's beautiful. I mean, that's the and that's the easiest subject for me to start. So, I love that, and for some yeah. people, it's so hard. It was hard yeah. for me to even talk about self-love mm-hmm. until just a few years, not even a few, a couple years ago. Because we're not even, at least in our culture, in this in, in the United States, we don't really talk about it. I'm sure it's definitely like that in Turkey. We don't talk about self-love as a mainstream thing. Like, no, I'm going to love myself. <laughs> <laughs> it comes across as being selfish or as, you know, and it's like, no, our biggest obligation, our biggest, not even obligation, is our, what we need to do more than anything is, is really focus on love and loving ourselves. And um, I know for you, you've experienced a lot of different things in life. Yeah, you know, I a did. lot of different things. <laughs> I won't share your story. You can share it if you want. Um, but I'm guessing that got you through a lot of times of like figuring out what makes you happy. Because it's not yeah. money. It's not stuff. No. Um, <laughs> it, it's that feeling of, I guess, feeling loved. Feeling loved or able to give love or I don't know. I just actually, uh, it happened last year. And I found that uh, this fact and when you feel um, balanced, yeah, uh, you're. For myself, it's just it's something personal. Everybody is experiencing different things in life. So, and for myself, it was like, you know, when I'm balanced, I feel happy. Yes, balance is so important. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's that's the uh, that's the point. I think I just tried to reach there all my yeah. life. So, yeah, if it's, I love it. It's also about love as well, but the other, uh, the other stuff is uh, also going there. Balance, like yeah. work, or uh, like needs to include love inside. Right. Yeah. So I met Ghoul, as I said, through a mutual friend, and just to get a little bit more on the backstory on that, is that one of my dearest friends who I've talked about in this podcast before, um, Catherine. Uh, 
kind of, and she was supposed to be on this podcast several times <laughs> while I was in Turkey. It never worked out. And it's no secret, she ended up getting pregnant, which is very exciting. <laughs> um, it's not a secret anymore. And just our, our schedules changed. Things happened for a reason. Um, but uh, she took a chance, gave up her big corporate job basically with Chanel and got rid of her condo and took a big chance on love and moved halfway around the world. <laughs> and I met you through basically through her husband's connections. And the reason I'm bringing this up is that, you know, we have these circles, we have these bubbles, life is really busy and we have our mm -hmm. friend group. But when you can kind of look outside your friend group or just be open to people that you come across, it's amazing how we evolve as people and we can connect with other people. So I'm meeting you through Catherine, through Chinar in Istanbul. <laughs> Meanwhile, you and I have formed a really beautiful bond as women. Yeah. And now you're on my podcast in Washington, D.C. And I was so grateful to be open. Like we're, you know, 10 years apart. We have everything in our life is different. But we had this spiritual, like soul connection that we just felt. And I love that we share things, we share relationship issues, we share job issues, we share our view on the world and spirituality and women, and at the same time can complain about our wet bathing suits or about like the dirt, whatever, like the silly stuff, right? The beach, you know? And I guess the reason that I'm kind of bringing that up is that for any of those, uh, any of you out there listening, um, take a look at the people around you and just really kind of be open to friendships or connections from unusual places. Because I kind of never expected that meeting this, you know, girl with the book at the dinner on the Bosphorus, where I got in a huge fight with Schnarr, by the way, if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. ended up with me in the bathroom and him chasing me down, which always resolved. It was, it was a funny story, but it did feel funny at the time. <laughs> that you and I would form this beautiful connection. And yeah. the relationship you and I have is really nice at a soul level, I feel like. Like, I feel like we've definitely, like, I feel like you're my sister. Yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> so, I mean, well, we haven't spent that much time together. Yeah, but I feel like, uh, I mean, the time or the place is not that important, actually. It's so not. When you feel it, you feel it. Yeah. So it's I'm saying to any of you out there, like, be aware of the people around you, because you just never know where that new friend might come from. <laughs> yeah. You know? And at the same time, it's hard. We get stuck in our bubbles. We get stuck around people. Yeah. And you really got to go in that way the energy feels. Like, go where it flows. Like, I know we say that all the time, but it's really true. Like, if you're in a, a group of people and you're not feeling good about it, it's okay to not be around those people for a while. Exactly. See who else that you know that feels good and reach out. And not just a text. Like, make a phone call. Old-fashioned. Like, go old school. Make that phone call. Hear their voice. Or FaceTime. Like, or FaceTime, yeah. To you so, from Istanbul. I never really heard of FaceTime at all, which my friend Terry would disagree. Because she said, yeah. I always, Terry and my kids both say, I only FaceTime them when they're in the worst possible position and I'm in the best yeah. position, right? I think the only reason I actually FaceTime is because of you. Really? So, oh, my God. Yeah, I never FaceTime really okay. before. And Bill will FaceTime me. And she's, you know... I'm a little, um, as much as I say ego's not a, a factor in my life, I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> and so if I see a FaceTime call, I'm like, oh my God, I look like crap. My hair is this, like, la, la, la, you know, five chins, I'm broken out, whatever. And Google will call me and she's like, you know, in her pajamas, she's like, like, no makeup on. The, the phone is like two inches from her face. And she just wants to talk. I'm like, what time is it there? <laughs> like, oh, it's like two in the morning. <laughs> see, that's friendship. That is friendship. And at the same time, like, it's so nice to, like, just reach out. When you feel a connection with somebody, reach out. Yeah. It's so nice. You never know. Well, it feels like that. 
you're so relaxing cool. people so yeah. that's your fault we're not supposed i want to, be... to call you when <laughs> i I'm... love it no it makes me feel so good <laughs> we don't need to be everything to everyone yeah it's nice to have little things from different people it feels really good yeah diversity is a beautiful thing yeah it's the most beautiful thing um <laughs> so i there's so much i wanted to talk to you about and we don't have a ton of time on the show um, but I do, I did want to ask you a little bit about your experience with Kundalini and then I want to move right on to the mantra. Um, okay. the, the only reason I want to ask you about that is, um, I'm going to do a whole show on it. So for those of you who are listening, if you don't know what Kundalini is, it's a type of yoga that's very, um, chanting based, yes. correct? Um, Meditations. and yeah. it's a really, I, I've done it quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, I'm just not that familiar with it to talk about it. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of, um, tapping into divine feminine energy yeah and it's a really do you um what was it about it that you liked or do you have any comments to say on kundalini of why people should take it do you have, i'm not if you don't want to talk yeah. about it we don't have to, I don't want to no we can talk about it i think it's the best thing that you you can do to yourself yeah. <laughs> actually it's uh, challenging it's not that easy but nothing is that easy <laughs> i think but it feels amazing after you do the meditations yeah um it changes your life a lot i mean a lot your point of view and the, um if your life uh, is completely different after kundalini yoga but it's not that easy to uh tell what's going on there because the experiences are so personal yes and you're you're there you're doing those meditations yeah, and love- it looks like that actually what yeah. you are doing <laughs> so it's, it's a type of kundalini for me as well maybe it's not a, a part of the institution right itself but yeah what you're doing is kind of <laughs> same but yeah the answer for your question is like it's changing life yeah. but it's not easy to tell how it changed right i was yeah. just curious so I'll, I'll do a whole show on it for those of you who are interested yeah. because I've had so many people, whether, and there's some very noteworthy celebrities yeah. that have said Kundalini Yoga has changed their life. And it's not like a cultish, it's not like, you know, it's all in Sanskrit, you don't understand. Of course, there is some of that. But it's more of just like helping you vibrate and tap into your own kind of power, right? Like what feels good. Yes. And, um, and uh, you know, it shows you how far you can go. I mean, in your mind. Yeah. Um, how deep you can go yeah. actually because uh, our mind our brain is just uh, it's it's a miracle so right. it's really fun to discover it yes so it's a good experience I mean yeah. any kind of experience it can be Kundalini Yoga it can be something else right uh, that lets you discover your brain your soul your feelings it's good and yeah so yeah, I love this. Yeah. Um, so I just had like this vision. In my, you know, I'm an intuitive, and I'm not putting too much stock in this. Just came to my mind, but I was like, okay, well, I asked you to be in my show. I felt very strongly about it at the time, and then both of our days were kind of crazy today. Mercury is in retrograde still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it wasn't necessarily the prep I would normally do, and I wasn't sure what kind of focus I wanted to have. And I usually do my shows pretty structured. And I was like, you know what? We're just gonna talk. We're girlfriends. Let's have a good time talking. Yeah. <laughs> But I just got this, this like little vision of you and I was like, oh, I know what it is, is that like, I really feel in the next three to five years that you're going to be a name that everybody's going to know. And that's the first thing that came. And I think it's going to be from your book, not this one, but another one. 
And I'm just, I was like, oh, well, maybe this one will be like translated into English. I have a feeling, I have a feeling that this next book, that we won't say the name of it yet, is translated into English, will be a movie in the United States before it's a movie in Turkey. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So the we first thing I can... recorded that and we're yeah. going to listen. So we'll see in the next three to five years. Yeah. No, it could be sooner. It could be sooner. <laughs> but that's when I felt, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, no, this isn't about this being made into a movie in Turkey. <laughs> Like, I feel like this is a story that needs to be told, like, worldwide. It's such a beautiful, wonderful story and really interesting, and it hasn't been told. So I'm excited. Okay. This, you wrote it already. I'm just not giving anything away. You can talk about it if you want. Okay, but it's going to be published soon. <laughs> yeah, so we won't talk about it yet. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay, we won't talk about it yet. So I, I would, my advice to you, Miss School, <laughs> is get it translated into English or do it yourself. I can do it myself, maybe. I will listen to you, Michelle. Yeah, we'll talk about this more off the air. <laughs> okay. Um, really, she's a beautiful storyteller, and she. I had the opportunity, and this is going to sound very opulent and fun, because it actually was. <laughs> We're sitting on the beach on the Aegean in Bodrum, <laughs> and she tells me the story of what this, this book is. This can be a good short story. Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> she tells me the story of what this book is about, and I was riveted on the edge of my seat. And it has all the components. It has adventure and travel and love and heartache. And it's multi-generational. And it's really exciting and wonderful. I can't wait to read it when it's um, translated. Okay. And I really okay. can't wait to be at the premiere of the movie whenever that is. Okay. Got the message. <laughs> all right. So here I have you as a guest. And I'm doing most of the talking. Um, so for anybody who wants to reach out to me, I usually answer questions on air. Um, that came into me through Instagram, which is Michelle Schoenfeld official on Instagram, or you can, you can DM me or email me at Michelle at Michelle .com. I'm not going to answer any questions today because we ran out of time, but please send them in and I will make sure I do get them answered. Um, so I want to move right on now to, um, I, I asked you if you have a favorite Rumi quote, just because I love Rumi. Um, one of my favorites, to be honest, was um, I'm not this hair, I'm not the skin, I'm the soul that lives within. Because that was really important to me when I was going through chemo and had no hair and felt like I didn't look like myself and I didn't know who I was anymore. And it's like, no, it's not about outward, it's about who's inside. And that's how I found my self-love, was reconnecting with my higher self. So I asked Ghoul if she had a favorite <laughs> Rumi quote and it came right to her right away, which is wonderful. <laughs> so would you share that with us? Yes. Um, my favorite one is that actually I'm experiencing it all the time. Uh, travel brings uh, power and love back into your life. So say that one more time. Travel brings power and love back into your life. I love that. That's such a great way for us to end the show today because um, travel brings power and love back into your life was so true for me. Yeah. I came, you know, to Turkey four years ago. I knew it had to do with big love. It, it was for Kat. It was for me. It was for everybody involved in so many different ways. And then I met you that way. <laughs> and then here you are without being too personal on a trip to the United States for some pretty exciting reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I love that. It's so true when you can travel. What does it mean to you? Um, I feel that vibration when I get into the plane or like this into a train uh, immediately like everything is changing everything is changing on the road yes when you 
take uh, anything, I mean, to get somewhere else. Even yes. like if you walk, like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't It changes matter. your vibration, it's true. Yeah, exactly. It's just like when you're in a bad mood or you have negative thoughts because law of attraction, right? Negative attracts negative, unfortunately. Yeah. Just as positive attracts positive. So when you're feeling that low vibration of anything that's not happy or sad or whatever, get up and move. Yeah. Get up and move. Go into the kitchen, <laughs> wash dishes, go for a walk outside, do anything you can, get up and move. It'll change your vibration. Yeah. And so travel is that on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's so true. And then you get yeah. the vibration of the place you're going to. Yeah. And you're right. experiencing a different thing, a different culture. Yeah. And uh, meeting other people uh, from different places is showing you everything is the same and nothing is the same as well. So yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that so much. Um, I'm just going to say it one more time. So travel brings power and love back into your life. I love that. So for any of you who are feeling stagnant out there or are feeling a little off, travel. And it doesn't have to be monumental. You don't have to travel across the <laughs> sea. You can go somewhere for the weekend. You can go somewhere for the day, right? You can go somewhere for the day. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Just get up and move. Yeah, it changes everything. It changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. Change your perspective and you'll change your life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, I did, I end every show with um, a little affirmation. I wish we had so much more time yeah, and we just don't. Um, I, I end every show with an affirmation, kind of like a mantra, that I want you to say, everybody who's listening, two or three times in a row, several times a day over the next week. So we've done act in spite of fear. We've done I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So today I asked Ghoul to pick an affirmation that has worked for her. So would you like to share with us um, what that is? Yes, it's... Uh... Yeah, I'm a Libra. Okay, all right. I didn't know that. That's good to know. So, um, my life is in balance is my affirmation. My life is in balance. I love that. Yeah. So, let's say that together three times in a row. Okay. Right. Yeah. My, my life, life is, is in, in balance. balance. My, my life is in balance. balance. My life is in balance. balance. I love that. So please repeat that to yourself, everybody, several times a day in your rear view mirror, in your bathroom mirror when you're brushing your teeth, anytime you want. Just keep saying it over and over, over the next week, and just bring that beautiful balance. Know that it's true. Anytime something negative happens, something positive is going to come. Anytime you're feeling stressed out, something happy and wonderful is going to come. Life is about balance. You can find it. Just keep reminding yourself, my life is in balance. Balance. <laughs> love you back um all right well that's a wrap for today everybody thank you for joining us on you lost me at namaste and ghoul thank you so much for joining me thank you for inviting me <laughs> i can't wait to see your movie can't wait to read your books um and can't wait to hear some really more uh, more exciting stories Okay, I will be uh, keep you posted. <laughs> maybe the next podcast will be from uh, Turkey, or maybe it will be back here in Washington. We'll see with you. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Love an update. All right, well, thank you everybody for joining us, and namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it, or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.